Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KFI AM 640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, you probably heard about Trump, right? Well, we're, so, <laughs> we'll have more. We got some of the sound of what was going on in the streets this morning as the nuts from both sides showed up in New York City to either support Trump or protest the indictment, uh, or I should say support the indictment. We'll get to that probably in the 3 o'clock hour, but we're going to begin this hour by picking up a big story from yesterday. The motion by two L.A. County supervisors, and they actually called it to depopulate and decarcerate the Los Angeles County jails. Apparently back in 21... They wanted to close the men's central jail, but this would take it further. Uh, this would, although the Times headline says to decrease jail population, the mm. idea is to pretty much have nobody in the L.A. County jails. Oh, yeah. well, because alternatives to incarceration. Any, anybody who's uh, in there with a bail of $50,000 or less, and these are people who've committed residential burglaries, uh, aggravated assault with, with, a, with a gun, uh, uh, felony uh, possession of a gun. Uh, if, if you are a felon and you're not supposed to own one, you'd be let out immediately. Oh, uh, possession of child pornography. You get the yep. idea? Oh, domestic ab- abuse. Abuse. Perpetrators. Domestic violence. How about right? that? Uh, so it's the Men's Central Jail. It's got 14,000 people in it. And uh, they wanted to throw thousands into the street who would then come over your house and maybe kill you. And this is uh, Helda Solis and Lindsay Horvath, who are two of the nuttiest uh, L.A. Uh, LA County supervisors out of five of them. 
There's they two- eventually withdrew the motion. Today was a meeting of the Board of Supervisors. This came out over the weekend. And then yesterday morning, Hilda Solis withdrew the motion and uh, eventually issued a statement. But again, uh, this part was in the motion. It would direct the sheriff to determine which inmates can have this alternative to incarceration. Now, if Alex Villanueva was still sheriff, he would have told them nobody is going to get released. Yeah, stuff but, it. But we've got Robert Luna as the new sheriff, and Villanueva described Luna as a puppet. Well, they like ran a against, puppet of the board, right? Yeah, a puppet of the board. So uh, we're going to get Villanueva on right now to talk about what he thinks the puppet's going to do. Uh, Alex, how are you? Hey, not too bad. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. What uh, what is uh, what's what's life like these days? What are you up to? Oh, I'm up to no good as usual. I'm <laughs> raising a hell everywhere I can. I'm doing Facebook, Instagram live every Wednesday at eleven, and uh, we're gonna have a doozy tomorrow. We'll be talking about your your fav- favorite supervisor, Mark Ridley Thomas. Oh, yes, <laughs> another one, the new felon. Okay, yeah. did they ever come to you with this idea? No. What they've been doing is they've been doing it incrementally. They started back in 2019 when they canceled the project to tear down the jail, Men's Central Jail, and replace it with a mental health treatment center. That was a plan, a 10-year plan, and they paid an $80 million penalty for not following through on the construction that they already had signed off on. Holy crap. Are you kidding me? $80 million? Paid it to who? Uh, construction company, because once you you encumber the construction company on a project, they don't take other projects, so they they lose financial if you don't follow through. So I guess it's a non-performance type penalty you got to pay them, eighty million dollars. Then it didn't end there. Then they spent forty million dollars on a uh, jail closure implementation team, forty million dollars. It didn't end there. Then they hired a consulting firm to decide how to close Men's Central Jail. And the consulting firm told them, you cannot close the jail without a replacement. They, they ignored that. Civil grand jury comes along. Exact same result. You cannot close men's central jail without a replacement. And they ignore that. See? So that's why you see the proposal. This is what I'm saying, is, is they have no plans to ever replace this jail. They just want to dump the criminals in the street. And they're going to claim, well, this current jail is a dungeon. Or, you know, we, we, we can't treat mental, mentally uh, troubled inmates uh, in that jail. But they don't have a mental health lockdown facility. They don't have another jail that uh, they're going to build. This is simply a dumping of prisoners. But they have to dress it yes. up for the, for the public to swallow it. Exactly. And they had, um, they've been taking AB 109, the prison realignment money from the state, over a billion dollars. They've been squirreling away, and they've been spending it on other projects other than creating the you know good uh, facilities to treat inmates with mental health because we're still going to have them no matter what they do, and they just don't care. So where does that money get spent? What does that yeah. money get spent on? Well, you have things called the Justice, Care, and Opportunities Department. There's a nice Orwellian uh, department for you right there. So are these just all- are these just like jobs that they give out to their friends and political donors? Yep. 501c3s, and they're contracting out, you know, traditional county got, uh, jobs, union jobs. They're contracting them out to the 501c3 world. The homeless industrial complex got to get paid somehow. Right. And those, those are all the nonprofits. It's like the homeless. Uh, scam. What, do you, yeah. what do you think happened over the weekend 
this motion got leaked out to the media, got picked up by Fox News, and then yesterday morning, Solis pulls it. I guess they really heard <laughs> like a landslide worth of uh, d- d- objection to it. But look how dumb this thing is. The two that put it are the ones that got elected in the past election, but they needed one more vote from the three people that are up for re-election in 24. And somehow they thought they were going to get a third vote, but then along came the, the city or the county chief of police association, the deputy district attorneys association, contract cities association. They all told them, are you out of your mind? So they blinked. Wow. Apparently they did not talk to any of those organizations you just mentioned before they even drew up this plan and and got it out there in the press. Why should they? They're the mighty, uh, the mighty Queens. They don't need to talk to anybody. What what, what is wrong with Solis and Horvath? Seriously, like what is wrong with them? This is one of the most destructive things I've ever heard of in county government. They have a pathological belief that inmates are victims and they're there because of systemic racism and we need to rescue them. That is their belief. And, and I guess so they also believe they have some mental illness problems that can be easily addressed is what they're also talking about. Well, all right, yeah. then, then tell me, why don't they at least build the the mental health facilities and the drug treatment facilities and, you know, whatever jails that they would need? Why don't they build that first? And then make a run at this well that would make sense that's what we proposed when we said hey we'll tear down men's central jail but we got to build up the capacity using mariloma facility east facility up at the wayside honor rancho and then we're going to have to really struggle but we can make it work assuming that we're going to have a mental health treatment center with 3,800 beds including secure high you know high security classification beds for those that are in you know, the mentally ill who were in for murder, rape, robbery, arson, you know, all the, you know, garden variety of crimes that we don't really want on the street. Tell me, though, how two, and, two women, right, two very liberal women, how can they abandon all the women who get beaten up by their husbands and boyfriends? Domestic abusers would be released without bail. A child pornographers would be released without bail. How could they abandon little children getting exploited? They want to be the, the, the heroes to the activist crowd, the decarceration, the abolitionists, all the ones that are there with the bullhorn screaming at their the board meetings on Tuesdays. That's the crowd they want to uh, play to, and they ignore the overwhelming. That's, that's, a tiny, that's a tiny percent of the population, though. That, that, that's yeah, like but, less than 5% of people believe in that crap. Yes, but look at what Hilda Sully said, very telling. Oh, we heard from both sides. No, they she didn't. Did. Yeah, she did. She acted <laughs> like it was 50-50. I, People are split on this. I, I she heard from the, the, the three activist groups. Let me ask you this. Key to this would, would be Sheriff Luna. What do you think he would do with this plan if it ever comes back around? Well, look what he did already. He didn't say anything. <laughs> That's, Not true. A word. That's true. He didn't object at all publicly. I would have been... Hell no, and I would as soon as that thing hit the hit the ground, I'd be on the ground running, saying, "Oh, ain't the same. This is not going to happen." And we didn't hear anything from him. You so think- he is their puppet still? You think? Oh yes, definitely. That's why he's there to embrace this kind of nonsense and all the other stuff that's going See, along with it. They like- wouldn't. They wouldn't have dared do this if he were still sheriff. 
No chance. No. I, I told them back then, hey, you want to tear down men's central jail? Great idea. I got the keys. <laughs> All right. Uh, Always Sheriff. good to talk to you. How can people find you on Facebook, Instagram? You have these uh, sessions? Yes. Sheriff Villanueva 33. You can find them both Facebook, Instagram. Tomorrow at 11, we're going to be picking apart uh, our buddy MRT. Yeah, I'm sure you've enjoyed all the tributes to him, even though he's convicted felon. If you're reading these stories about all the tributes, people are very hurt that he was convicted. Oh, it's it's bizarre world. Considering all the harm he did, and they're trying to downplay poo-poo it, and at the other side, now they're trying to bring up Trump. Is wait a minute, rule of law applies everywhere. So then, respect yeah. the rule of law. Right, yeah, exactly. All right, All right. Uh, Sheriff. Good talking with you again. Thank you for coming on. You got it. You guys stay safe. All right. All right. Former L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva on the plan by a couple of L.A. County supervisors to empty the jails. And you heard him. He's got his own show going on uh, tomorrow on Facebook and Instagram, and he's going to talk about Mark Ridley-Thomas. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from 1 to 4 on the radio. After 4 o'clock, it's the podcast, John and Ken On Demand on the iHeart app. So listen to the parts you missed. In about an hour, you'll have another shot at some money, KFI Inflation Compensation. So you'll be listening for the keyword at 320. We do it twice a show, 120 and 320 here on KFI. More on the Trump indictment next hour. We got some of the sound that was going on in New York City. Early on today, though, I heard there was more media than there was protesters on either side. But that changed a bit later on as we got closer to Trump actually appearing at the courthouse. So we'll get into all this coming up in the three o'clock hour. Oh, we got a special Deborah Mark story coming up in the three o'clock hour Ooh, with I a guest. Oh, come on, Ken. It's been a busy uh, day. We it's a good news, light. bad news one for you. Obviously, it concerns an animal, right? You knew that right uh, away. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say a dead animal. Well, then I'm not going to be sticking around for that. <laughs> but. When you hear the whole story, I think you'll understand and you'll be sympathetic and you'll want to uh, maybe people to get involved. It's a dead goat. <laughs> it's a dead goat. Uh, anyway. You don't we'll, hear too many uplifting dead goat stories. No, you well, really don't. Well, it's about a little girl who took her goat and she sold it to a fair and they auctioned it off and it was slaughtered for meat. But before that happened, she actually took it back. They stole it from the fair and took it back to their home. And the police drove hundreds of miles to retrieve that goat so it could be killed. So Terrible story. We're going to talk to the attorney for the family at 3.05 of the Johnny Ken Show. Every now and then, you know, you read a story and you're like, this can't be real. Is it The Onion? If you're not familiar with The Onion, is it still, John, sort of, you know, fictitious? Yeah, it's, well, it's always sarcastic, satiric. It's, satiric. Everything is satirical in The Onion. Well, the headline is Sacramento homeless encampment wins a lease and hopes to be a model for California. All right. When I explain this, you'll see what I'm talking about when I thought it was a joke. Because the one thing that stands out, they've got a union. The National <laughs> Union of the Homeless. The National Union of the Homeless. They had a press conference the other day. This is a they actually named this homeless encampment Camp Resolution. Again, another, I'm shaking my head. It's named Camp Resolution. They've reached an agreement with the city of Sacramento. All right. It's not legally binding, but when you hear it, unbelievable. It's a lease agreement. 
And here's what it says. Anthony Prince is the attorney for the California Homeless Union who represented the residents of Camp Resolution in negotiations with the city. You cannot take this encampment down until such time as every single person in this camp is provided with individual, durable, and permanent housing. Housing does not mean some shelter where there's a thousand people all congregating together. It does not mean a pop-up tent encampment. It does not mean a sidewalk. It does not mean a street corner. It means a durable place to live like a human being. Oh, this really is a load of feces. Uh, Sacramento, uh, by the way. Who runs uh, Sacramento? Daryl Dopey Steinberg is yeah, the mayor there. Oh, oh, I know. He's been a political parasite for decades. And an <laughs> exactly idiot. Right. An idiot. Did he, did he sign the other end of this thing? Somebody did with the city. I don't know who it doesn't say, but can, it's an agreement with the city. Can you imagine people who willingly took drugs, injected themselves with drugs, drank enough booze, never went to get any mental health treatment. They made these choices in life. They made the choice not to get a job, not to take a shower, not to live in a decent manner, and then they make demands on the city for not a shelter, not a bed, right? That used to be the, the request. Yeah, that was the way to help you get a leg up. And put you in a temporary is, shelter until you can figure out what's going on and get your life in order, and then you what, get your own place. This is what happened. When the city started providing beds and shelters, it's like, no, not good enough. Not good enough, a, right. A, a, a durable, individual, permanent housing? Yeah, that I, means like a big apartment building. Everybody has their own private apartment. And Something no, like that. Right. Nobody ever tells them to go F off. That we're well, not, no, that... we're not here. We're not working for you. We're not. We're not here to create a tax base for you to live off of us for free because you don't have the good sense not to get addicted to drugs or booze. You don't have the good sense to go get mental health treatment, and you won't take any help and advice. You won't take the treatment. You won't take the medication. You won't take the shelter. And I'm supposed to build you a house and pay for it? Seriously. Every... Every resident in Camp Resolution has to be placed before they pull down the encampment. So I don't know how many are there. It looks like from the picture, at least dozens. What? Maybe well, more than that. How long before Karen Bassetti signs an agreement like this? Oh, yeah, I know. Well, Daryl Steinberg is a nullo. Because if he had a pair, he'd get a bulldoze, a bulldozer, and just flatten the entire encampment. And say, sorry, guys, you don't get to live out in public in the city. Go get a, Go clean up and go get a job. Now, and if according you need to the story, services, we got that for you. Sacramento County as a whole has at least 7,000 more homeless people than it has shelter beds. So they don't even have the shelter space, but now they have to give them permanent, stable housing? Well, you better just start building things, and that could take years. I mean, this is listen, hard listen, to believe. This crackpot attorney says that the residents set the terms of the lease. The days are over when other parties are, are going to make decisions for the homeless. It should be the other way around. The days should be over where the homeless get to make decisions at our expense. That live in our public land. That take our public money. They're all radicals now. They're all militant radicals. Boy, are they ungrateful, huh? Ungrateful, entitled. This apparently has gone on for a few years. Back in August of 2021, a plan identified a, a lot on the corner of what's called Colfax Street and Arden Way as a site for shelters and parking. 
They moved people off the lot and spent $617,000 to put up an iron fence, prepare the lot for city-sanctioned campers. Then the city scrapped the plan. The residents telling the residents they couldn't return, but they moved back in anyway. Well, After police ordered camp resolution out in November 2022, 60 people showed up at a city council meeting to protest. In response, Sean Lowley, who represents the, the campers district, said the sweep was being postponed. I guess that's the council look person. Look at all for the that money district. that they've spent on this crowd. I know. Who cares if they complain at a council meeting? Do you know how many times normal residents have shown up at various council meetings to complain about real issues, important issues? When I hear and, the homeless and, and, people... And you get blown off by the council? When I hear the homeless people have a union, what's the power there? Are they going to go on strike and not be homeless? What is the leverage? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there is no leverage. Except for you know, stand there and protest and refuse, <laughs> refuse to be moved. You know what? We're going to stop defecating in the street. All right, we got oh, more right. coming up. Oh, all right, I guess you'll explode. I... John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. 
Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. The moist line is coming back around in just a fast three days. Uh, Leave your message on the iHeartRadio app using, of course, the microphone icon or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Well, we're now going to talk about uh, National Public Radio, known as NPR to most people. Apparently, they're having some major financial difficulties, as many. I heard McDonald's is laying off a bunch of people. Do you see that story? Uh, yes. I thought even in tough times, you know, that's a place where people will still spend money because the food's cheaper, right? You get more. I, mean, I would not have expected that they're also hitting. A, I guess inflation is hitting everybody everywhere. Uh, the New York Times reports that National Public Radio has a $30 million gap in its budget. They recently cut 10% of their workforce and, oh dear, ceased production on four of their podcasts. Oh, you can no. imagine what the podcasts were about. Do you do you know how many podcasts there are in the world right now? Three, Ten billion? <laughs> Just throwing out a number. Three point six billion. And can in you the imagine? world, that's it. I really would have thought more in the world. But but can you imagine losing four? I thought there'd be three point six million in LA County <laughs> for all the people here who want to be stars. Uh, but- yeah, most of them lose money or don't make any money, right? People right. do it for the, fun. The, well, they don't, yeah, it, it's it's hobbies, and, and they have, you know, a dozen or two people allegedly listening, which is really their friends and family. It is, yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's, uh, I actually know several people with podcasts, and uh, uh, to support them, I occasionally listen in. For how long? <laughs> Not saying. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, I listen to it. Uh, there's a, yeah, that's all you have to say. Send me the link. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, they have one called uh, that they're canceling, Invisibilia, a popular show about the unseen forces that control human behavior, a program that explores racism and misogyny. Oh, wow. Another that one that canceled? explores, this is a big one, Marginalization and Hip Hop. What's going on there? <laughs> you know what? I saw the titles of the podcasts. <laughs> These are the ones they cut. And there's this uh, uproar among the NPR employees. I can't believe that. Marginalization in Hip Hop? Well, you see, I think employees there really believe that they fill a need that's not popular but important, you see. They don't care if the audience is small. They think the audience is important, and they're not served by other media outlets. Except they still have to work like a regular radio station. If you're out of money, you're out of money. All those NPR employees get a paycheck just like everybody here. Well, Except, they get, is it donations and federal funding? Because they don't run commercials, well, right? they Well, they do. They just don't call them commercials. It's oh. corporate underwriting. But, <laughs> but oh, is that where an announcer just says the following uh, program is brought to you by? And some, what I've noticed is the message have gotten, messages have gotten longer and more detailed. And it sounds Ooh. like a commercial, but because it's public radio, we don't call them commercials. No. Oh, we call okay. them messages from our corporate underwriters. It's like, okay. 
Because you can't live without money is the problem. And they're, they're short of money. So if you're short of money, what happens? Well, shows get canceled and employees get laid off. That's well, the way it goes. It says here in this story in the National Review, employees were not taking the verdict of layoffs lying down. Multiple all-hands meetings were held. NPR hosted amid growing outrage over the firm's staffing decisions. And some of the meetings allegedly, according to a Bloomberg reporter, descended into chaos. Disgruntled employees deployed what they've learned is the most devastating weapon in their arsenal. They're alleging racism at NPR. Of course. It's the all-purpose <laughs> weapon. Racism at NPR. Can you imagine that? Racism at it. That's what the employees were charging the executives with. Uh, because, yes. Because, because marginalization in, in hip-hop, that podcast was canceled. Mm, I see. Yes. Oh, you, you, it I says got, here... Employees reportedly probed their bosses for the precise demographic details of the employees who were laid off so they could perform, I like the word they put here, an, an identitarian audit, uh, like ID, right. oh, to, to see what kind of demographics oh, were being let go. Yeah. And, of course, if they lean too far to people of color, then you're racist. Right. right. And so nothing about that was uh, quality of work. <laughs> Whether or not anybody actually listened to the it, podcast. Yeah, yeah, the merit. Any audience that you drew. Whether you're good at your job. It was just about, well, oh, what's your skin color? And what's the condition of your genitals? <laughs> this is what they do at NPR. I, I got the Bloomberg story. Employees wanted to see specific breakdowns around the number or percentages of employees of different races and identities of those who were laid off. Right. They're trying to put together a case that this leaned towards laying off people of color, I imagine, or people of a certain gender or whatever. Um, oh, and, and the individual, one individual asked about how NPR would make diversity work essential. Whatever the hell that means. And one of the bosses said, well, the organization's programming should be relevant to all of America. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know for sure the demographics of NPR, but I'll bet you they lean more towards uh, what we call coastal elites. Oh, it's it's wealthy, tech people, it's, wealthy white people, it's yeah, wealthy white women. That's what it is. Women, even more, yeah, so, probably. wealthy white women. Oh well, they're maybe they're just not tuning into some of the shows that explore marginalization in hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and get this, um, um, uh, some of the employees were really upset with the bosses. Because the one of the bosses, a uh, guy's name is uh, John Lansing, he had asked people to be civil in their responses and and not call out executives by name publicly hmm. and start yelling and make snarky re remarks. And he, he said, I would never, ever on your worst day call you out by name in a meeting with 827 people. Let's keep in mind no one's happy about this. Nobody is more unhappy about it than those that are affected. But certainly everybody in this company, beginning with me, this is the last thing they wanted to do. So one of the uh, they went on Zoom and called Lansing's response racist and out of line, linking to an NPR segment entitled when civility is used as a cudgel against people of color. Civility is a weapon wielded by the powerful, one person wrote. Oh, that's why I see this term in here. Some are upset because they're he was he was tone policing. Tone policing. That was a new one. That's apparently a new woke term. He was yeah. telling people in the meeting to, to be, calm down and, and be civil and be respectful here because, yeah. because people are getting nasty because they're, oh, by the way, those podcasts 
We're seasonal podcasts. There were maybe eight episodes a year. <laughs> so your eight episodes on misogyny and hip-hop or some such thing. Oh, my God, oh, it's horrible. Hey, maybe nobody was listening. Maybe nobody, want, no corporation wanted to spend money on that anymore. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it says it's a little ironic because apparently NPR likes to make its audience completely aware of all things racist. And now there's dissent from within about being oh, no. racist. You can, yeah. John Lansing was the president and CEO. You cannot, you cannot please activist people. You cannot. And they have no idea how businesses work. This crowd ought to go work for commercial radio and see how pleasant that is. Right. I mean, they're allowed to have their little pet project podcast. get paid for their pet project podcast for years. And then when somebody says, yeah, we can't afford this anymore. And it's not really drawing much of an audience anyway. It's like, oh, my God, the horror of it. Please. Well, you, you're, you're, you're working indoors, all right? Why don't, why don't you go load steel for a living for a week and then come back and tell I, me your The trials. Times had the same problem. Didn't they have a rebellion yeah. uh, well, over yeah. racism, too, from my well, employees? Because this is a religion. And they hired all these people that belong to this religious cult, right? The woke religious cult, which is apparently obsessed with racism and sexuality to the exclusion of everything else on the planet. Which they find everywhere. Right. Racism and sexism is so, everywhere. So this guy, Lansing, all the management deserves this stuff. You, you, you cultivated this kind of a, a, employee group, and now they're coming to eat you alive. You deserve it. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere the iHeartRadio app. Go back to hiring on merit. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. According to the National Review, the next hearing in the Trump case isn't until December. That's strange. I thought he's allowed to have swift justice if he wants it. Well, he could also delay it. Uh, Maybe that's yeah, uh, what they reached agreement on. December. Do you see that if he were to be convicted on these Class E felonies, each carries a maximum sentence of four years, so that totals up to 136 years. The maximum <laughs> sentence he could get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I find that hard to believe. He's going to get 136 years for paperwork crimes. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll we'll talk well, more about uh, the and indictment, be, and be, because that's when the primary season starts. Uh, the the next the next month. yeah early the next year, right? Yeah, right. So the the oh, the Democrats took away New Hampshire, right? But the Republicans didn't, or like that's the first big yeah, primary. There's caucuses and crap, and right. But but the, the, yeah, the whole the whole season starts late January, early February. I mean, that's when the debates would be going on, mm. and they're not going to have. That's just the next hearing is in December. No. Oh. All right, we'll uh, bring you some of the sound from today's craziness in the streets of New York and the Trump indictment story coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll begin the hour, though, by talking about Cedar the goat. There's a little girl up in Shasta County who apparently got the goat as a pet from her parents, but she entered into a into a fair, into a livestock auction. Uh-oh. <clears throat> well, they changed their minds, so they stole the goat back. But police were dispatched to the family's residence to retrieve the goat. And uh, I guess it became stew. They had nothing better to do but go and retrieve the goat. <laughs> they drove, apparently a couple of police officers drove hundreds of miles to retrieve the goat. That's yes. pathetic. And why did the family allow the little girl to... 
put her goat up for in auction. a livestock yeah, auction. I, don't I know that's that what either. we have to ask the attorney because I don't get it either. But she changed her mind and uh, just a nine-month-old little goat. He's oh, cute. And Listen, they made it. Oh, they made him. Stupid. Have you seen him, little brown and white goat? No, that'll make me too sad. Oh, you know the goat was sold to uh, a representative of Senator Brian Dolly's office. That's the, right, and apparently they had yeah. no problem with her taking the goat back. Yeah, he was. He was. The but janitor. a judge in the case dispatched police officers to get that goat because the organization behind this said they didn't want other people thinking that they could get away with this or change their yeah. mind. We're going to be committed ex- to this. We're going to make an example of this of little, little girl. girl. All right, so there we go. We'll talk about this with the attorney for the family. It's a way more interesting case than Trump's. Uh, <laughs> after three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found another new site. Yeah. The, uh, the case has uh, been postponed now until December 4th. Well, when, good. When, uh, we can stop talking about it after today for a while because it won't be back around. Yeah, the, ju- the judge is going to uh, consider... Stop this incessant coverage of a really petty case. Consider dismissal motions because the Trump yeah, yeah, lawyers are going to... And the first, but of course, Trump is facing several other indictments anyway. So I know. Is, uh, this is small potatoes. Wait till the big ones come. Uh, mean, yeah. The Iowa Republican caucuses, February 5th. That's the first. Uh, All right. So that's pretty close. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're just talking about NPR. They're laying off people and some employees think they're racist. Anyway, uh, they just read a story that I found fascinating about the conspiracy theories that are evolving. And it's, of course, among the far right conservative crowd. I mean, there's some truth and there isn't to this uh, about eating insects. You see, apparently there is a school of thought that believes that in order to help the planet and the climate, we should probably not be so dependent in our food source on uh, animals and even plants, agriculture. We should probably uh, eat insects. There are trillions of them. Available crickets. Oh, uh, uh, do, do insects have a face? Does this bother you? I, I, I'm not going to eat an insect. First of all, I don't eat anything with a face. And yes, they do. And second, ugh, <laughs> they're high in protein. Oh, I get plenty of protein. <laughs> I don't eat anything with a face. <laughs> that was her. Yeah, I don't know philosophy. why that just sounds really funny. I know. I always like that one. She told me that well, years ago. <laughs> Nothing with a face. <laughs> well, Anyway, uh, the conservative crowd has turned this into a, a cause that they want. To, they want us, uh, the, the people that want to take over the world. I guess the World Economic Forum wants you to eat bugs to save the planet. Uh, so this has become is, kind of a, is that a trending thing among. Well, they. The, yes, it what, says here it's there what is they a. Want. It's, it's, that's it's true. The, it's the climate crowd. Stop eating meat. And if you don't uh, like vegetables, then uh, go for some bugs. They described it here in NPR as an emerging but marginal idea among climate scientists. Have, have and a, f- oh, my favorite, food security experts. Food security. <laughs> have a nice, big, juicy cockroach. I forgot. If people are food insecure, the opposite would be food secure. Food you have insecure. Plenty. So they want to introduce more insects into the American diet or the world diet. You know what? The country is like 80% obese, and we have to hear lectures about food insecurity. <laughs> They're probably low in fat. I have no idea what's in a cricket. Well, I feed crickets to my bearded dragon. Oh, oh that's right. Live crickets? Live, live crickets, yeah. He goes, oh, man. Uh, she goes nuts for them. 
soon as she sees them in the bag as I'm walking towards her tank, she starts ramming her head into the glass window. And this is a chance to point out that John's Bearded Dragon is alive and Deborah Marks is not. Yeah, thanks, Ken, for that. No calls to the moist line about that. Did you, did you ever get to feed your uh, crickets to your My son bearded? did. Oh, okay. No. You never did? Do they make a noise when you when you feed them? Oh, the yeah, they, yeah. You can hear them crunch. But they don't cry out. <laughs> I'm <What>? sure they do. <laughs> Edible crickets are good sources of vitamins A, C, D, E, and K. That's yeah, nice look hair. at that. And, and, and there's protein, too. Don't people See? eat chocolate-covered crickets? <laughs> the, or, that's they're, they're, where they're, or is that... Uh, and, and when I was in Beijing, I went to one of the markets, not Wuhan, and this is a long time ago. <laughs> and they did have insects on sticks. Uh, they, were, they had them over like a little barbecue. Ew. And I saw the crickets all lined up there, like a shish kebab. Oh, God. They, they threaded them on the stick and said, here you go. Oh. No, they're, uh, re I, they're really crunchy. They are... Well, I hear the crunch whenever they... We'll see. John's bearded dragon. All right. We got more coming up. Uh, we'll talk about Cedar the Goat. Wait do you hear this story. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.